0: Hello, and welcome back to this Live and Learn series on finding your sweet spot, which may sound a bit strange to many, but it very much just focuses on the core element of your business and your brand. And really, as Simon Sinek said so perfectly, and it's starting with why. And there is no better guest to have on the Live and Learn to talk about this than our branding sister, uh, Elle Moss from Drew London. Welcome back, Elle.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I feel very honoured. You know, I love this. So I'm really happy to share share any knowledge I have on, on brand and tone of voice. So go for it, Charlotte. How are we going to do this?
0: Well, I've noticed in our one of our other um, webinars, podcasts, we spoke, we touched on brand purpose and why. Um, mm-hmm. And there were quite a few questions on it and we wanted to sort of dig a bit deeper. Um, and then we wanted to try and have an episode on it. But you know, this year, the time has just flown away. Um, So I couldn't close season two without us talking about this and really starting to think about, you know, even especially this year, which I do hate saying, but we can't avoid it, that we both own our own brands as well as work on other people's brands. And Mm -hmm. I know, hand on my heart, I could not have got through this year if I didn't have strength in my purpose. So on my worst days, when we were faced with, you know, our entire pipeline dropped out in one day, we lost 90% of our business in five days in March, we had to close down and pause and stop the event side of the business. And every business piece of advice everywhere you're getting says hibernate, close down, cut your,
1: like, your, like, your business.
0: Down. So silly. It was cut everything and you know, without that strength in the purpose and this core vision, purpose, why, um, everything in me told me that was not what we should do. And lo and behold, it, right, it hasn't been easy, but we have gone from a team of three with contractors to now a team of nine. We grew 24% um, our top line we have rebuilt our entire pipeline. We've rebuilt all of our new clients. We helped out all of our clients that couldn't afford it. And, you know, we end our year, end of November, with actually just, only just, but a very small profit in our P&L after all of that growth. Okay. Um, and, and that tells me that, you know, if you really have that core strength and that core why, you can do that, but you need that to, you know, to cling on to.
1: I think that's you know fundamentally where it comes from. It's it's a sort of gut, a gut instinct that drives you forwards. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, and I know that you work with a lot of startups as well. We both have agencies that work a lot with startups, and it comes down to empathy at the end of the day, but also it comes down to a startup is born out of seeing a challenge and seeing a better way of doing it. Mm-hmm. And that why why have you seen a better way of doing it and what is your why is exactly the golden nugget nugget which is why it's got a golden circle that drives you forwards because if you know your why your how and your what should really follow really simply um and how old is your business again charlotte oh yes four years you've done so phenomenally well i'm so so incredibly amazed at what you've achieved especially given what we've been through this year mm. um, and I, I would say you know you've probably felt like you were on a, a sure footing and then with your pipeline disappearing mm. and everything the rug getting pulled from under you you could either have gone that's it done let's mm. follow everyone and, and, and hide mm. or you could go why did I actually start doing this what got me out of bed in the morning? Yeah. Why did I set this business up? And that's exactly, that's exactly what your why is. So Simon Sinek, you know, I can't take any, um, I can't take that. He's he's fantastic at how he explains it. But ultimately he actually, he really kind of came to this in 2011. I'm sure he came to it before. But he only publicized it in 2011, which is nine years ago. Um, but fundamentally People like I say, people that have started a startup, they have their why from the get-go. Mm. So my why for Drew, London. And bear in mind, I've only really just come, well, probably this year, I've come to realize what that was because when the pandemic hit, bit like you, our pipeline completely dis- disappeared, you know, and, and we were um we were counting our cash flow and in, in pennies and seeing how far that got us. Um but actually I had to really think. Why did I do this?
0: Yeah.
1: Why did I set this business up? It's a service provider, it's a creative agency. We sell ideas. That's a lot of risk for our clients because they're relying upon us to um, know what we're doing and have some expertise in that sense. But you know what? I've been doing it for 15 years. And I was like, why did I set it up? Why? Like that's ridiculous. Um, because I had a really good job in a design agency as creative director on a really good salary <laughs> why now should I choose to do my own art? Oh, the reason I chose to do my own thing is because and I had this saying sorry no, I hope I'm not yabbering but it for me it's a, this is such an important thing your why um I had this saying and it was it became my strapline and it was finding beauty within everything And the reason that came about is because a lot of our clients were um, either recruitment consultants or technological giants or telecommunications experts, where you try and make a telecom brand look sexy. All right. It's not easy, Mm -hmm. but I really believed that we could find beauty in that telecommunication brand. And that's how I grew my business. I was like, I can make The work that you want, the creative that you want, the branding and the marketing that you want look absolutely beautiful. Mm. And it will mean it will put you head and shoulders above your client, uh, sorry, your competitors, (laughs) all begins to see. (laughs) Um, And that's the road that I went down. But, you know, forward the clock, 15 years, I'd forgotten that, that I'd started with finding beauty within everything until a client saw my Instagram post uh, for Drew. I think it was about an education technology company that we just rebranded and they just said finding beauty within everything and so that why that I started with 15 years ago and that client that I would have met 15 years ago she's a friend now but that resonated she remembered that Mm -hmm. she they gave us work they gave us money to to deliver Mm -hmm. that work so your why is what not just makes you get out of bed in the morning. And I'm going to ask you what your why is Charlotte, mm-hmm. um, but it's actually why, and it doesn't have to be if you run a business, if you're an individual working for a company, do you love it? Is it, does it fulfill you? Is it building, is it relating to your existence? Is this what you want people to, to, to remember you by? Is this your legacy? Um, once you know your why and you promote your why and you lead by your why, you then build trust and belief in customers that you really want to work with sorry that was a massive um that was a massive spiel but i just love it's the so whole important. why i think we finally
0: stumbled on the true why about two and a half three years in and have been developing it since but thankfully found it before this year and when you say,
1: say does that mean that this is something that's come from not you just individually, but your entire company?
0: Yeah, I think it's something that started with me but has evolved as a team because it, it wasn't just through in some of the training and development I've done on this. Um, and people often ask, well, oh, do you know what? We started the company before we knew about this. And we started the company to make money, right? And that's, you know, and that's why companies exist. They want to make money and that's great. And there's nothing to be ashamed of in that as well. Personally, for me, I believe you can make money and do good. And that, that comes into our mission, our vision and everything that the company stands for. But I was in a training seminar on business strategy and finding your why. And, and someone asked you, but you know, what happens if we have just done it to make money? And the trainer said that this did most amazing line They said yes but your staff when things get bad aren't just going to be like oh yeah but I want to make the boss more money right there's beyond you when you hand over maybe you become a chairman or you exit or you sell like there was a purpose you just need to find it there was a reason you did it and even if it wasn't you will have developed one but more so you did it your your staff your team need to find a reason why they want to do this why they want to work there and there's a really good example of this where uh, this was a really old story and I've heard it so many times but every time I hear it it always really catches me I know these three guys laying bricks and someone walks up to them and says the first guy what are you doing he's like I'm laying bricks okay and he goes to the second guy and the second guy has the same question and the guy goes I'm building a wall and then he goes to the third guy and says, "What are you doing?" He goes, "I'm building a cathedral." They're doing the same activity, but they know what they're. One of them knows what they have contributing towards. And when people know what they're contributing towards, that is when you get so much more traction. People are living and breathing the values. They are in it emotionally. They're not just doing a job. And that is when a business thrives and when a brand thrives. You know, when you walk into Apple in their environment people aren't working in a shop they are they're working in retail but they're not working in a shop they absolutely love it because apple is one of those incredible brands that build everything based on why values helping people um, and connecting people and it's when you see brands like that that's what's it's really important and you touched on it before and i think this is a really important point that we should go into and then like, oh yeah well apple's a really easy example because you know it's such a sexy brand yeah. and everyone knows about it but let's not talk about the sexy brands let's talk about the everyday business to business brands that really struggle with this so we work with a commercial cleaning company um, that set up 10 years ago and had sustainability at the heart of what they do and they're now in a position where actually where they everyone's got on the sustainable route now they were first but you know how much more can you really give um, Uh, And we challenge them with going back to, again, their why and starting to create this external vision. And we spoke about this in one of our other webinars around brand avatars and personalities and what you say externally and what you say internally. And what we do, you you actually get to the point where when you really nail it, you don't have an internal and an external. It's just one. Um, Yeah. And we found that this year with live. But going back to commercial cleaning, we we just said to them, right, okay, here's a couple of ideas, content ideas that we can come up from that really brings the brand to life. First of all is this vision that we want to create a world where businesses don't harm the planet anymore.
1: That's so beautiful. They're a commercial (gasps)
0: cleaning company. Oh, my goodness. Yes, that's good. Yeah, but they are not using chemicals they still yeah. are finding innovative ways to clean so they're using this heated water so you don't need to use anything it's all just water going back into the environment um, they're an incredible company and it just takes going back to that why and well because we all get caught up in this day-to-day and it's such a difficult time we lose sight of this visionary stuff that you know we need to think about um so we also said there's there's other things from that you know during this time when everyone has jumped in and they're using chemicals and says you guys have always found a way so we said that's another campaign we're going to do we always find a way to be sustainable we always find a way to look after our people we always find a way and that's another campaign that we can bring to life that shows the brand's why and purpose um and a couple of other um examples just just one of them that i'll touch on because it's it's about covering the non-sexy the non-sexy brands how do we make this real for just everyday businesses right so we work with a tech company that has um, a digital capture form and a digital pen that allows them to um, save time for things like field nurses engineers door-to-door salespeople. it means they haven't got to wait for paper to come back it saves them a lot of time but rather Amazing. than focusing on the brand as in this is the tech we said what does it mean for the person right what does it mean to the person to save time what does it mean to the planet when we're saving tons and tons of water because they're not having to make all these extra paper and um, yeah and we went back to that and we said you know here is this hashtag around time freedom and hashtag guilt-free working and here's some content things that come come off of your why as a business and we started looking at how do you connect with ordinary people this isn't just the c-suite the owner manager the director the decision maker how can you start to talk to everyday people within the organization that makes them feel like they have a purpose and they can help so another campaign idea was around the power of one the power of one moment the power of one recommendation the power of one thing that you can do to have such a knock-on impact in helping save the planet this is a tech company the the two very extreme reasons of finding a wine bringing that to life so i've gone off on a no, reason. but that
1: it's that is absolutely brilliant so i think you know a little bit like we've touched on before about vision values, mission archetypes you know so much that um that a brand could and should do to mm. find the personality because it sets you apart from your competitors it, it helps uh, resonate through your internal and external um uh, customers as well mm. but it's really overwhelming yes it's really overwhelming and you know a lot of people feel that um and they don't know their why that they're sort of missing a trick and they don't really know how to go about it um and it it was where this it's really difficult and this is where this beauty and everything comes from because Mm. actually what we deliver as an agency pretty much anyone does in the creative field with WordPress developers with branding specialists blah 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 like it's real blah um but the fact that we really do want to make everything so beautiful and make more sustainable world has kind of set us apart from the next design agency but it is really overwhelming so I've got some tips yeah. on um how you find your why and then how you use that the how and what to then build uh, your marketing campaigns. Yeah. Do you want me to start with a sexy brand or do you want me to start with a service provider? Sorry um, they are both sexy just to put that out there.
0: Um,
1: (laughs) You've already done a service provider so I think we should go for sexy. Yeah I've
0: I've gone in with a couple of service providers so let's go in with a with a different example and then we can I've got a couple of examples we can jump in on. Um, that actually came up today which is really interesting.
1: Well see I love that and actually um, part so it's, it's, it's a familiar story as well this one so I'm going to talk about before we talk about how yours came up to stay because what I'd like to do is set the scene for um, hopefully inspiration to mm. our listeners so that they can do this for themselves um and then how it kind of works and then I think maybe it would be really nice to hear from from what you've experienced today which I know that you shared with me already and it's absolutely beautiful so I'm going to uh, I look forward to showing out with our listeners so this brand um Emmy London it is a bespoke shoe hand finished beautiful design launched by Amy Scarfield uh, over 14 years ago mm-hmm. emmy is herself a shoe designer she's worked all over the world for some incredible brands this is not a cheap product these shoes retail at i don't know starting at 500 quid. um and you know what she's got it's already this this really large following 14 mm-hmm. year old brand though goes back to the same thing that i was explaining with my 15 year old brand is sometimes Sometimes you forget why you set this up. Well, I'll tell you why Emmy set this up 14 years ago. is because we were all getting married. We were all getting married. Um, I'm a six foot giant, massive feet. No one needs to know that, but you know, it's, it's on my dating profile. Um, and, I, <laughs> and I wanted really beautiful flat shoes for my wedding and Emmy was my shoe designer and she is like, you need to wear my shoes because they make you feel comfortable all day and they look really beautiful. Now, before that came along, all I could think of as in kind of brands like competitors was Hush Puppies, which I'm hoping you're too young to even know what they are. Um, Crocs shoes, which I'm hoping you've never owned in your life.
0: Your wedding day, um, come on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and class well when you've got a husband um who's that much smaller than you you want to you want to be in something that's maybe hasn't got a killer heel. yeah so so she made the shoes uh they were beautiful and you know it was she had already begun so she she'd already made this brand and these products that resonated with her and her why mm-hmm. and her why is creating the perfect balance of comfort and beauty but through the pandemic through this year this amazing 2020 year, she felt like she was churning out. And sorry, Emmy, if you're listening to this, but I think you'll agree, she was churning out collection upon collection upon collection, trying out different styles, trying out different uh, suede colors, trying out different ribbon lengths. And people weren't they were buying, but they weren't really buying multiples. They were they were sort of um, if they saw it in a magazine. So her PR was working quite hard. And so what we did, uh, was she, if, when it was just her and her husband and myself, we went straight back to let's do the Golden Circle. Why on earth did Emmy London start up in the first place 14 years ago? And it was because she couldn't find the right shoes for her wedding. And she wanted comfortable, beautiful shoes that she could wear all day that just looked knockout. Mm-hmm. So her why was there, but she had to dig a little deeper and she had to kind of remember. It's easy to forget it's so easy to forget and it's you know what once you know it though so that why um if you look at the website uh if you look at any pr that she's she's worked with recently uh if you look at her social media feed she hinges everything off of creating a perfect balance of comfort and beauty and i bet engagement and sales have just started going back into normal Uh So when she released it, she had this incredible, um, so everything's virtual now, you know, her boutique in Chelsea is, is uh, is well, I think it's just reopened, but it was closed for a number of months. And so everything was virtual. And she had this sale um, meeting with this lady in Milan mm-hmm. and it went really well. And an order came through for 12 pairs of shoes <laughs> um, and, it was because Emmy had, had relied really, uh, comfortably. I'm not going to say heavily, but comfortably on her, on her why. But let's just talk about the other circles. So the why is one thing. All right. The how is kind of your points of difference. So it's like your USP. So don't get the whys and the USP. Confused, okay. So her hows are this, the fact that she has them hand made in Porto in Portugal, then they are hand finished shoes and accessories by, um, I really experienced crafts women men and women in North London mm-hmm. um, they are they are built to order so they're very sustainable and it's a it's a family business so it's her and her husband and her two daughters run this business so those are all the hows uh, there's many more but you know we're, we're we're on a time shortage here and I want to hear your story but her what really basic when you get to what you're like what is it <laughs> Yeah. it's shoes and it's accessories and it's mm-hmm. stuff that you wear on your wedding day or your mother of the bride wears or you know what i've got some that i wear with jeans because they are the beautiful i just went around the house just entirely yeah. up. um that is that is the what you can be really fundamental with the what um and actually even the how should be you know your USPs and really easy to remember it's the why that's really yeah. important Charlotte, share your story, because I know that the yeah, listeners want to know.
0: It, it's so true, and I think, going back to what you are just saying about, it's so easy to forget. When someone first starts with us, I really do bang on about it. I talk about it all the time. And, and someone said the other day, that I mentioned, I said, I know that I repeat myself on this, but... When it is at the core of your business, it needs to be repeated because it is so easy to forget. And especially at this time, it is really easy to forget that actually we're just about to start a marketing campaign um, in the next week or so that goes back to purely this, our why, and highlighting it on uh, everything that we do at Live is about creating human moments and connections and the campaign that we're about to launch next week basically says nothing stops us making human moments and connections. In everything that happened this year, nothing stopped us. Nothing will stop us. Nothing is ever stopping us from making human moments yeah. and connections. And you know that goes into the, the next layer of the kind of messages in this campaign, which is um, which I'm not going to be able to remember now. But it's it's kind of around you know why reach for normal, reach for better, and yeah nothing changes if nothing changes and it's like this you know normal was okay but there is a better way like why go back and there's another strand to it that you know some of this wouldn't have happened if things were normal and for us that's actually been something we've been able to celebrate because through the really dark days there's also been some incredible light and some incredible changes that have come through that's made us better um so yeah it comes back to this human moments and connections and it all comes from you know what would get me out of bed at six to five six o'clock on a Sunday morning and that's going to create some of the most amazing experiences all around the world that I've had the privilege of doing um, to create these incredible in real life experiences but I've always mixed in real life and digital and that again saved us this year because if we think about what We were at the beginning of the year, we were half events agency, half digital agency, combining the two. And that was our niche. It was always a bit different. Um, But that's our what. And I never really get to that point. It's always a bit like, "Mm, yeah, you know, we had a call in June where um, the Foreign Commonwealth Office had um, all these international scholars that had studied in London that were meant to have a graduation. I was like, you know, we don't know what to do. We've got 2000 students. We've got to do a graduation ceremony. They've got to go home. We've got five time zones. We've got 160 countries. There's a 2000 students. What are we going to do? And we're like, we're going to find a way, you know, there is nothing that stops us creating these human moments and connections. And we'd partnered with and bought this virtual island of where 2000 students over 48 hours come across and had these amazing things and there's a part in the campaign that's coming up where you know you've arrived to your graduation in avatars you got to party on speedboats you got to share Great. these amazing connections and everyone comes in and they're dressed up and It I mean it was brilliant my avatar looked a lot better than what I looked like it was <laughs> Three weeks we were in that was fantastic. Like, oh, Everyone showing up an, an apple. <laughs> um, but there was some of these, you know, we joke aside that we, you know, really killed ourselves getting this platform up and running and getting it working. But the second we heard students really emotionally talking about how wonderful it was to have this experience together and how thankful they were to achievements, you know, to put this on, um, that's it. it, it all made, it all made it worthwhile because we had made the right moment and connection. And when others would have not been so venturesome and not been so bold, we continue to push it through to make sure that happens. Um, So with us, it's it's always about this, making these human moments and connections. And it comes back down to our values, which, which support that, which is around liberation and liberating our people, our clients and our members, being inquisitive, never stop learning and educate at the same rate as you learn. We believe in education, not exploitation um, being them nice. boldly go where not others would hesitate and excellence wow. because great is never enough. And once we nailed those and that line, everything stems from it. We hire and fire against our values. We pick our partners against our values. We ask our clients, we call them partners, what their values are before we present a proposal to make sure we align. Um, and it's yeah how
1: did, you, how did you find your values like have you got a tip and a technique that you can share because yeah. with my clients it, it changes all the time and it can take anything from like a one hour workshop of a conversation or you know or a glass of wine in a bar
0: mm-hmm. all the
1: way through three months of of um yeah. of diagrams spider crafts yeah.
0: um a few different a few different sessions Uh, chatting and me on my own, probably a couple of glasses of wine on me. Um, It was an evolution over six to nine months. Um, We go through a programme in EO, the uh, accelerator programme, where we uh, work through the uh, scaling up uh, Rockefeller habits. And there's some exercises in there about your values. But what it came down to when I did it was it was an A3 piece of paper landscape. I don't know why, but I just draw it into four quadrants and I just started writing words that mean similar to each other. What do we stamp? What are these one words? What are the sentences? What are we really about? How does it fit with our why, which is in the middle? And I kept playing around with these words and I started realizing that the groups all started tagging into everything. And, it, and, it's, and I then started to find words that meant the same thing, but spelled out live and from there, I wrote the sentences and from there I wrote the story and our values now is a really short two paragraphs I can do it in a couple of sentences but there is a brand story that is our values and why we do that that all leads to this human moments and connections and it links naturally to our mission because our why our strength and the purpose is in our mission in that On the really hard days, what keeps us going beyond making money? We believe in making money and doing good. What what is it? And it all comes back to our mission about breaking the spiral. And breaking the spiral is about breaking negative repetitive behaviour that keeps repeating itself. I saw that in the agency world coming up. I didn't like what I saw. And I just genuinely thought there was a better way, which we're already starting to do. You know, in our world... There is uh, agencies that do good. Scaling agencies usually get hit about a 9% profit margin. Average agencies 11 to 13%. And agencies built for profit I get 20% at a max. Um, part of our mission was, well, if we break the spiral and make a better way, I want to be an agency that is scaling, making money and doing good, and has a 20% profit margin. And that is what we will start to hit for next year. With that, mm-hmm. But it all comes back to this. And... We, we have it in our handbook and we say in our handbook that it's, um, you know, this is part handbook, part manifesto, part diary of dreams. And I, I took that from, I can't claim it at all. There's two very amazing handbooks online that help you with your brand purpose and pulling it all together. Um, Netflix published theirs, which is an amazing culture guide. And right um hubspot
1: also did it as well we yeah. a nice under
0: the podcast i'll put the two links um they're on like linkedin slides and if you just search up search culture guide by hubspot or culture guide by netflix two fantastic really well written and published um culture guides which helped me d- establish like all of this um and and there's a line in I, I don't know if it's netflix or hubspot one of them where they talk about how they're manical about metrics but their company on a mission. And this difference between being manical about metrics and being mission-led makes them unique but makes them dysfunctional. And I took that and put that in now because that is very much us and what we are as a growing brand. Um, and, and we say that, you know, as we kick off our quarters and new people come in so that everyone really realizes this is this is the difference. We are creative, but we have to be driven by metrics.
1: Yeah, because that's what your your customers are expecting, right? They need to know test and measure and everything yeah. like that.
0: And it, and it um, goes back I, to
1: what you're saying about the sorry.
0: Elle, it goes back to what you're saying about the how, because we talk about our this is our why. We nothing stops us making human moments and connections, but our how is this sort of driven and tried and tested process, which again comes back to this lively process of listening first, insight led thinking visualize and vocalize engage learn and yield because if you don't have all of those parts you know no clients ever going to come back because they don't get what they need
1: and, and actually
0: yeah. when pitch when we go through the why the how we're going to do it if they're the right car, the partner for us we're
1: we're done at that point we exactly what the what is like because the yeah. what can change so much with with everything that you deliver yeah. i think in um in terms of kind of help finding wise i think i very often and this is not you know not just a one-off i will listen to simon's and it's uh why talk ted talk yeah. um there's an even a shorter one just like four and a half minutes mm. amazing and then go for a long walk and really dwell really dwell really sit with yourself until it's almost uncomfortable as to why you're doing what you do and why you got up in the morning, and why why you want to make money out of what you do? Like, what is it? You know, you want to you want to be able to pay for your mortgage and stuff, right? So, what is it? Um, and then you believe, you know, play it back, like dip to phone it if you have to. We do voice messages all the time, don't we, Charlotte? Yeah. Um, I think play it back. It and if you new. if you trust and believe it, if you would be happy sharing it with a, a close ally or a team member, mm. you're on the right path. Yeah. You know, it just, it just yeah. so happens that with the work that we do with our clients, we, for why is a fundamental, and it's the same with what you do at Live Consultancy, it's, it's a fundamental, um, because it helps us believe in the journey as well, and I think that's the other thing that I found during the pandemic that has been amplified, is that I really, we've had so many clients, new, new business, mm-hmm. Where their why is just extraordinary, absolutely phenomenal, and just want to. I don't know, but I'm going to make a big punt here that with the lockdown and with maybe being furloughed or maybe having time where you want to lock your children in a downstairs cupboard and not doing um, homeschooling, you might come from thinking about what you want for your, from your life, and it may not have come down to a paycheck. Just saying.
0: Yeah.
1: Because the day that I put the paycheck away is a day that I started treading my own path. It's a day that I started living my life. And there isn't a, there isn't a day that, trust me, there are some days and I'm like, gosh, this is going to be tough.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: on a whole, oh, my God, 95%, I love what I do. And I'm so grateful for it. But the day that I stop loving it, I'm going to be looking for my next why. And mm-hmm. I'll tell it to you first, Charlotte.
0: <laughs> Thanks. You have a bit in a voice note. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, I think you touched on such an important part there in that in finding your why, it you have to be uncomfortable and you have to be okay with being uncomfortable and you have to be okay with being vulnerable, even if it's by yourself or with a trusted friend person. Um, when you do stumble upon it you generally are quite tearful or your eyes have welled up or there is a real connection. I think once you get to that point, it's you not, really not. Not. but for most people that's really uncomfortable. Um, yeah, and we, we've done a few exercises where it's like the five why's you're like, okay, so like, so like beyond money, why did you start? And there's always a reason for the start. And then in that reason, we we'll go and why is that reason important to you? And we go down into another story and there'll be something in there that you go, why is that bit important? and you keep going and by the time you've generally got into about five layers of it you're generally starting to have a conversation that goes okay now we're here because the why might have been a hole in the market or something but usually when you dig a bit deeper there's actually something else beyond that gap that that was about you um and that's
1: That's so true And and it's very rarely um driven by money funny enough It'll be, you know, the wise often start with, I need to pay, pay my, pay myself. Mm -hmm. Uh, That'll come out in the first one or two of the wise. And then, you know, you really do then start hearing, well, actually, I I really want to leave a world behind that I'm proud of for my children. Um, I really want to make a product that doesn't kill the planet. I really want to, um, I don't know. People have done some real curveball things. Like, I really want to just look after as many uh, homeless dogs as possible. And I'm like, wow, okay. Where did that come from? You're a trade. You're a trader in a FTSE 100 company, um, but and that's, I think, fundamentally why I probably run through and I'm a creative is because I think you're only here once, and I took that leap. And trust me, if I can do it, I urge anyone to do it
0: amazing I will um I think there's I think there's some really interesting parts and um, I don't want to go on with too many stories I think we've we've kind of covered it um but for me you really know when you've got to the why of when it is embedded in everything you do it comes out in everything you talk about it's in your values it's in your mission it's on your one page business plan it's it's everywhere and everyone in your company knows it lives it breathes it and loves it um and if they don't they're probably not the right fit for you because I mean we literally hire and fire on it now it's it is the core of the business but it is probably what kept us alive this year yeah
1: yeah gosh that's deep isn't it Mm -hmm. (laughs)
0: yeah <laughs> and we can sit here coming just just about you know come through the other side and now we'll, you know we're going into our new financial year and what the next year brings um is not so daunting even though we know that it's going to be bad but it isn't so daunting because we've got through this one and we have strengthened our purpose um and that's yeah. really interesting which kind of leads us on nicely actually we you know this um see this episode uh, kind of wraps up our season two but we couldn't wrap up the year without talking about how on earth we got through this year how on <laughs> earth, like what? I don't even know what we're going to call it yet because it's, it's kind of a combination of how did we do that and what did we learn from it but I think because it, it comes part of this campaign that we're working on uh, I'm, I'm going to call it the the podcast of nothing stops us and we're going to talk about everything that we went through this year um and we're going to do it in person but at distance because we've got the uh, recording equipment uh, in our office um and a couple of the members of uh, team live are going to be in it with us as well which is going to be lovely um and i'm i'm excited and nervous for that one actually because I'm it's really nervous i'm it's really a nervous. raw understanding of what we have been through and it's it's meant to be humble celebration you know but because we want to inspire others that there is a way you can do this there is hope even if you have hibernated your business and you're coming back to life this year that there is yeah. a way there is a way through this um yeah. but also just being very honest that oh gosh it wasn't easy um it really wasn't easy
1: no but i think and that's i think i was trying to be encouraging by when i said if if I can do it anyone can do it but I genuinely believe that um, <laughs> I think uh, having gone back through some notes that we made throughout this year Charlotte as, as um, friends and champions of each other I think it's yeah I'm looking forward to sharing some highlights and some lowlights and some hopefully some learnings and takeaways to encourage other people that it's so possible to to really get your tribe together, support each other, push forwards.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. And next week's next week's format is going to be uh, slightly more informal. It's just going to be podcast style rather than the um, video series as well. And that's purely because we may have to stop a little bit and keep re-recording because it is going to <laughs> genuinely be a very emotional and bumpy ride, but one that we are both being brave enough to kind of share with the world. And I'm, I'm really pleased and, and proud of that.
1: Me. Yeah, me too. Orts and all, right? It um, <laughs> might be not one that I want my parents to hear. And also, I'm glad it's podcasting and I can drink some wine um, and not feel, you know, judged. <laughs> I do It'll this is as well. It's a, it's a super woman glass, which has become my friend. It's full, full of yeah. water at the moment. Uh, it's become my friend for you this year because I feel like, well, I think you should probably have this as well, Charlotte, because, you know, you are a super woman. we
0: get so. some of those for uh, the home office. <laughs> oh gosh, what an episode. There is so much to take away from there. Um
1: anyway, no, I feel like it's gonna be an enormous amount of links. Um and also, you know, my door is always open just for having a chat. And it's like I think we both we both buzz off of helping other people. So yeah. Make it happen.
0: I think, yeah, absolutely. If you're really struggling with finding your why or you think you've maybe not found it properly or forgotten all about it, like definitely get in contact and let's continue the conversation because it really is the heartbeat of, of your organization and your brand. Um, on that note, Elle, thank you so much for giving up your time.
1: Always absolute pleasure. Um, I always feel like there's so much more, but thank you very much for having me.
0: I know one topic at a time. Um, (laughs) And there is so much. I don't know how we're going to pack it in, but we're, we're just going to get it all out for, for next week's episode on wrapping up the year. Um, thank you, everyone that has downloaded, supported, listened to the whole of the Lively podcast. And I hope you guys have got as much of, from it as we have, because every time we talk about this, I have another idea or something comes back and it's, it's great.
1: Yeah, same.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much and speak to you all soon.